<laughs> Isn't that perfect? <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> uh, Dennis, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> oh, yes, to you too. Will you be my Valentine? Uh, sure, why not? Yeah, why not? Big news everywhere, man. Was there a big was news there a ball? everywhere? Politics, cinema, football. Oh my God! Oh my God! Well, I was mildly okay. interested. God's honest truth. After the Lions, yeah, didn't make it. I've watched. I wanted Kansas City to win. My brother lives there. I say, and I've said to you, they're my third favorite team, etc. But it was funny. How after the Lions lost that I soured on that third place a little bit. I never yelled out. I never cheered. I was happy they won. Right. My brother's ecstatic. You know, just crazy. A couple of my brothers are. Joe, my older brother, loves them too. But I got to tell you, the the they've already selected the top five best uh, uh, bets for Super Bowl two o two five, and uh, it's the same lineup. You know, 49ers, Baltimore Ravens, fucking uh, Chiefs, of course, Buffalo Bills, and the Detroit Lions. They're in every top five poll that I've seen, and I've seen two of them. (laughs) That's more than I have. Interesting. So there's that. uh, That's a good start, you know. So now it's I'm going to start watching basketball. It's apparently only the second time the Super Bowl has ever gone into overtime or something like that. And Yes, and uh, there's a funny story about this. Um, and, and also, a uh, point in overtime is that it's the first time that the win of a Super Bowl was a result of a pass, Whoa. which is a funny stat because what it should say is but there's only been one other <laughs> overtime Super Bowl. So there's a, you can break a lot of records right. if there's only one. It's the first time that uh, the touchdown was made with an even number. Uh, hey. Did you did you watch I, the game? It started at 1 a.m., Dennis. I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the answer is no. Um, but anyway, make a long story short, it ended up in uh, overtime, as, as we've already stated. And, and during that overtime... Uh, the announcer said uh, there's been a rule change as a result of the way that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills uh, semifinal game went, where the old rules were cried out as being so unfair that they've that. changed the rules. And the old rule was you flip a coin, whoever gets the ball gets the ball, come on the coin toss. And if they score a touchdown, they win. Game's over. If they score a field goal, the other team gets to play. And if they score a field goal, uh-huh. it continues. But if they uh, score a uh, touchdown, they win. Well, it's terribly unfair because then it's based, on one sense, on a coin toss. Well, rather it, than the men it's on based the field. on how good your so offense rule, is. Or defense. I don't know. Why is that unfair? No, no, no. We've we've already had this conversation. It's it's a yeah, it's yeah, yeah. both defense and offense, but that's that's not the point. In the variable that decides the game is something as stupid. Ah, uh, because as a who has the ball is the is the most that important should, thing. That's that's right. right. You get the ball first, and if you got a good offense, you get right. So in that sense, if you get the ball first, your offense right. has to be better than their defense. That- Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But the coin toss was stupid. Okay. They threw it out. So the new rule started, and the game uh, went. And new rule is that both teams get a chance to score. Okay. Both teams get the ball. So they started the clock, uh, which was, I believe, fifteen uh, minutes, and uh, they uh, uh, got the ball going, and uh, the uh, the, uh, the uh, Chiefs. Uh, who had the ball first, which was their choice, because that the, there was a coin toss involved, and it was who gets to decide whether you get the first ball right. or give the first ball. Now that the, uh, the, the the field is more balanced, where each team gets the ball, 
this becomes a different consideration right. altogether. Unlike the first time. The first time, that was it. If you were unlucky and didn't get the coin toss, you very likely would, right. you played your last football. Right? And so they do that, and the 49ers, in a controversial call, say, we Wait, want the ball who first. Who won the coin toss? They did. 49ers. Chiefs. Wait, now, they want they the ball the coin first. Toss. There's two no. parts of this. The 40, they did win okay. the coin toss. That's 49ers won the coin toss. And they said, strangely. strangely, we want the ball first. Well, number one, and I want to tell you what happens, but number one, why would you get the ball first? The new rule, what you want to do is you want to see what your opponent does. Because if your opponent ends up scoring you want to know how much a risk to take on their possession, Listen, yes, exactly. That means that at the at when you score your touchdown, you might decide to go for two, which you otherwise would never do if you right. got the ball first. Similar, it's fourth and eight. You're at your 30-yard line. Are you going to go for it or kick the Well, if the and other team to- scored... A touchdown, you have no choice. Therefore, the power position is the kicking team. And the 49ers in the, in the, could be called the biggest mistake in Super Bowl history, or more likely, the biggest mistake in overtime Indeed. Super Bowl history. <laughs> Indeed. Where records were broken. <laughs> and so that's the first issue. But then what happens is this, is that the 49ers who've got the ball, they don't make their touchdown. They don't get the touchdown. Their thinking was, well, we're going to control this game. We're going to force them to have to go for a touchdown or lose, and that's what we're going to do. For all I knew, if they got a touchdown, they might have went for two. So they could not lose the game if they successfully went for two. We don't know what they did because they were stopped. Well, what if they're still tied? What if one offense, they team makes the a touchdown and, and and gets the extra point, and the other team does the same? They they switch again. Well, that's exactly that's exactly the controversy, and I it should will be like to that. It should be like uh, European so, football, where so soccer, where you go to penalty field goals. That'd be cool. Well. They don't do that, but 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 there is a story to this, and uh, so what happens next is that um, the Chiefs get the ball, and the Chiefs uh, are uh, third down, long third down, long. They're having a hard time getting up the field, but they they get up the field, they get up the field, but they're running out the clock. The clock is ticking, the clock is ticking. They finally get to three seconds, three seconds left on the clock. They throw a touchdown pass, beating them 7-3, to three, game over. What nobody knew, what many, many, many people did not know, including many players on the, 49, on the 49ers team, did not know, and I did not know that, if it went to zero on the clock and they were still playing, they just started the time over again. Because each team has a chance to so have the, the clock ball. means nothing. It's either going to end in the clock means it's the end of the first quarter of overtime. How many quarters of overtime are there? Four. Well, I I think that there might be. Well, <laughs> that's a strange guess, but yeah. So I didn't know that, and I thought, oh my god, oh the Chiefs, you know, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Three seconds left. Oh, what a play. Everybody runs to the left because they think it's a quarterback sneak to the left. But no, it's not. He's going to the right. There's a free man on the right. He's three yards, three-yard pass. Kansas City touchdown. Kansas City wins their third bowl. Two in a row. It hasn't happened for 19 years. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. 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 So that's the story of the... Of the rules change and no one knows it. Rules change, but do we know it? You don't know the rules and you might blow it. You better understand because you just can't grow it when you're up against it. I hear you, man. That's 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 tough. You think? Oh, it made me thirsty. That's a, that's a long story. Huh. 
That's the sports okay. desk. Thank you, sport, sports ball man. Sports desk editor. Editor in chief. There you go. Editor in chief. Editor chief in editorial City writer. Chief. So, are you ready for my editorial? Uh. All right, it's entitled, it's just okay. hear the title, okay. and then you decide. Okay. Hear the title, then you decide. Why the Lions should have beat the 49ers and been in the Super Bowl and then beat the Chiefs. An editorial by Dennis Stanley Joseph Schrein. Uh No, that's fine. It's we only, it, there's a limit. There's a limit, like yeah. a lot of editorials. As you well know, the limit here is 13 pages. And, uh. I get it done in 12. Well done. Okay. Let me begin. The Lions are a franch franchise that began 66 years ago. Uh, what? Whoop, Sorry. You're asleep already. What? Quicker than the I The Lions thought. are a franchise? The Lions are named after a cat. Um, cool. I'm sorry. The Lions? Is that just a random no, thought? I'm, I'm going nowhere with that. Um, speaking of cats, <laughs> I've determined that f for... <laughs> Here we go. Now we're rolling. I've determined that I have... On, on nights when it's not raining, I have to lock my cat uh, outside on the balcony for our recording because otherwise he's like up on my desk and like touching shit. Yeah, and, I remember those times. Uh, but what's funny is when I'm when I'm later editing, I can hear, I can hear the row, row, row. No, I can hear like it's being picked up by my mic. And then later when I'm editing and the cat's sitting next to me, I can hear the him the his previous self uh, meowing at me through the door. Can no, you get rid of I can't. it. I'm not that technically savvy. Savvy. You can't like isolate John's voice. I can't. Did you see that? Uh, did you see that? Uh, that video, the the song. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the video of the song. Referring to the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, they're two dead post Beatles. Fucking. Well, see, that's not my cat. That's your. That's AI. your. On your side. Yes. That's a baby, not a cat. Well, you should put it outdoors and close the door. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Nick, Nick, set that child outside. It's like 29 degrees yeah. out. Oh, so I went fishing. I've got a fishing report. Okay. That's part of sports. The fishing so report. I don't know if Let's see. I have a, I watched a movie over the weekend um, that I have a thought about. Uh, do, you don't have Netflix, so you've, probably not seen the movie Bird Box uh, it was this it was one of the original Netflix original movies um, it's this movie uh, it's Sandra Bullock uh, we've discussed it before uh, Sandra Bullock and it's this horror story where uh, this some thing is roaming around outside and if you if you look at it directly then you uh, then you kill yourself you commit suicide and so they figure out you mean I, if you go yes, eyeball to then, eyeball then it the makes then you then it makes it's it's like so beautiful to you that you kill yourself or whatever and so it, it's sort of like this uh, it's almost borderline pandemic y uh, sort of scenario where there's this Invisible. There's this thing that is out there that makes you want to stay inside, but you sometimes you have to go outside, and they figure out to go around with the uh, with the uh, blindfolds on and just figure out how to up. It the the task is to can you go out from your safe place to get to the local grocery store where everyone is is dead there and and get stuff without without catching a glimpse of whatever that thing is. If, oh, you if you catch a glimpse of it, it. Then, then, then you kill yourself. It doesn't kill you. Yeah, so... A glimpse. 
Uh, how does she figure that out? I imagine she's the uh, she's the, the protagonist. Running, uh, she's uh, the protagonist, victim. but uh, they they find it out because uh, there's just this one day where everyone starts killing themselves, and the people that survive have have noticed that uh, that people look at something. Look at something. All you got to do suicide. is see it. And so they yeah. real, they real, they very quickly learn to to cover their eyes. Um, Did they no, ever show that's, you? That's the, the thing? scary part of it. It's not it's fast. It's so fast. It's is it it's like sort so of fast? like like it sort of casts a nebulous shadow. You can sort of see and like the leaves move and stuff. Uh, and it it's just sort of this entity uh-huh. ghosty thing, uh, alien or whatever. It doesn't. Uh-huh. And you liked it. You're not a big no, no, fan no. of ghosts. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not. But this particular, the the, the Bird Box movie um, that came out like five or six years ago, uh, was good. I, I check out when they show me a monster. Uh, but not seeing the monster makes it more intriguing for me. And Even an alien? If, as long as I don't see it, yeah. Does that include aliens? A lot of sure. I mean, it, does. it depends on what kind of. When you see the what alien, kind of alien, if the alien's a monster, then it does. If the alien's not a monster, yeah. But I, I prefer things, scary things that aren't seen, like, which is. Yeah, right. Things that aren't seen are scarier right. than things that are seen. You're nothing can compare. Right, to exactly. Which, and, like that's what was so terrifying about about COVID was there's this thing at the early days of COVID where there's this thing out there that's killing people and you can't see it. You don't know who has it or what surface it's on or whatever. Um, but anyway, I watched this Bird Box movie uh, by myself when it first came out like eight years ago or whatever. Uh, and then I watched it again last year with my with my kids. Uh, and it was... My eldest thought it was cool and my youngest survived it but was a little too freaked out he was a little too young i think to see it so bad parenting on me how old? he was uh Eight? nine uh and yeah so anyway but the reason that, that we watched it last year was because netflix was promoting the sequel uh and, oh. and i saw oh the sequel is out hey i should show my kids the first one with Sandra Bullock? No, no the, the the first one uh, had Sandra Bullock. And then the uh, the sequel is set in Barcelona. And I thought, I thought, huh. Oh, no kidding. Interesting. Because the, the, huh. because the whole concept go there. of, uh, yes. Barthel- Barcelona? Barthel- Barth- Barthel- the, the whole concept of the. Uh, Am I saying that right? Of the Barthel- phenomena was that it was global, Barthel- right? And so this one, right? But it, no, no, Sandra Bullock's no. It's not in it. Completely other people. It's the same sort of concept, uh, but uh, so anyway, I. Uh, it's no, happening it, again. It, in th- its theory, it was global at the time, and this is just a different story during the event. Uh, is my understanding? Oh. Uh, but so I, I watched it with my with my eldest. Uh, my youngest was like, nope, 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 nope. Uh, and so it um, it was such a it was like mostly in Spanish there was an English woman in it but uh, and there was a German child uh, but it was the same they tried to do the same sort of thing but boy it really just fell so flat it wasn't any good at all they tried they, they tried oh. to add extra like in the in the first one when whatever the ghosty thing was nearby there was sort of like a shadow cast on stuff and this time when the ghosty thing was nearby they made like uh debris sort of like float like anti-gravity off the ground which is creepy in its own way but i don't know it, it they just failed to to nail the landing so anyway and well, the whole point of um it's trading some it's trading something that's familiar to something that's unfamiliar, so it's probably not as effective. We've all had a chill when a shadow has passed over yes. and we don't know why. We've never had a chill because shit is fucking anti-gravity. That's an excellent point. 
you're more you know you let your imagination right and we're, this, we have uh, that you know uh you know innate thing where if you see a a, a bush move then you sh you're the people that thought ah that's probably nothing or the people that thought oh crap that's probably a lion uh one of us survived uh, well i'm i'm reading this book that i got for christmas and um there's this uh scene in the book where a woman who is waiting in line in downtown manhattan uh in front of a big uh, building a big skyscraper has a shadow pass over her and it passes over the entire line of people who look up and see that what caused the shadow was a new skyscraper being built on the other side of the one they were waiting okay. in line for to get in and they were building it and the beams the metal beams were being swung by a giant crane that is using a uh, uh, you know a two inch thick you know as thick as your wrist yeah. braided wire right to swing it from the truck that it sits, the railroad car that it sits up and over to the top. But the thing was, is that it was so far away that while the sun was blotted momentarily and caused a shadow, it was far enough away where when you looked up, you couldn't see the wire that was holding it. So it looked instead like a like beam floating in air. And later in the story, which is uh, unusual because the story is actually three kind of smaller books within a book uh, and each book tells a story about the same time frame so this scene is kind of repeated but this time uh, there are men seated on the beam so it's particularly jarring a floating beam right to look and see what appears to be a floating beam with men on it um, but this whole point of the of the shadow is scary. I have, in numerous occasions, felt freaky and scared because I'm doing something, usually bending down doing something, when a shadow goes over me, and along with that shadow going over me is a chill. And I look around to wonder if somebody's behind me, which could cast a shadow over you, and it's usually, you know, when I'm bending over, it might be like to, you know, bury a body or dig up a treasure. I have. typical dentist activities, something like right. that, where I'm already on, I'm already on edge. Any given right. any Thursday, just you know, probably on a Thursday. That's when I, when yeah. that's when I go out and kill people uh, in the morning, in the morning, right after my coffee, before I eat. That's when my diabetes has got me in the biggest discomfortable right. rage. That seems healthy. So guess who was in the news? In the news for uh, what he was described as diabetic, hungry rages. Um, Our own Brian Cox from Succession, who's reported by Sarah Snook to have gone into very frightening rampages while on the set. How in character? Of Succession, corroborated, corroborated, corroborated by two other people, including. Kieran Culkin and mm, some another uh, mm -hmm. another woman who is in it who said the same thing, and it was funny because the article said you never knew whether he was serious because it sounded so Fuck much off. like his character, or whether he was simply trying to get things, uh, you know, intensified, right, or whatever. People didn't know, but he is so well respected, and these other actors are so right. much younger than him that he had this quality about him where they would be afraid to approach him. I mean, he was because he's such a famous and, and wonderful actor with a career that just just beats everybody else's career in just terms of stardom longevity by right. twenty exactly. years. You know, so he was held in, uh, as you say, homage. Hummus. Hummus. High homage. Yes. 
And they ate hummus uh, in the, during the break. And that way? With celery, carrot sticks. Okay. Uh, anyway, the the, re- the reason it's called Bird Box is because they figured out that if that birds freak out when they see it, so as long as they carry a a, a cardboard box with a couple of birds in it, then they or when the, when it just gets near, the birds freak out. So it's sort of like an alarm. That's an odd twist. It's an odd twist. You certainly uh, kept me in. Uh, Secrecy about that for quite a long time. That's quite the and, quite and, the well, twist to and, the story. And in, the, and in the sequel, there are no birds involved. Which, like, it's like anyway. It was frustrating. But the sequel wasn't yeah, named it's called Bird, Bird Box, Box Barcelona. Anyway. Bird Box Barcelona. But there yeah, was exactly. no birds in a box. Yes, I agree. That's stupid. Boo. So, uh, and then I watched. Uh, ah, there's before we get to uh, before we get to True Detective. Uh, there's another series I've discovered uh, that was recommended to me. Uh, did you see the movie uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? It's uh, yes, and there's now a series yes. with uh, yes, black well, actors. One, yeah, the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith I think is where. Brad and Angelina like uh, met and yeah yeah right where they hooked up where Ange where Jolie seduced him, which is what her whole romantic life has been about. Well, stealing stealing men from other women. Okay, well I won't. She did it with um, Sling Blade Billy Billy Joe Thornton, as well. I think so. Billy Bob? Billy Joe. What I call him? Billy Joe? Billy Bob? No. Billy Ray? Bobby Ray? Bobby Jim? Billy Ray? Billy, Billy Ray Bob Thor- Thornton. I was correct. Billy Bob? That's what I said. Billy Bob Is that what Thornton. you said? I don't think so. Re- rewind that part. I well, want to what was What was the... What? Hey, we could throw the flag down, couldn't we? Uh, you and I. Catchphrase was like, that's whatever. Sing by. Remember. Sing by. I just, I just carry this around with me in case I need it. I don't really care. I may not use it again, but I used that time because he deserved it. He was certainly child. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Anyway, th- this new series is uh, is very very good. It's um, it's on Amazon Prime Video. So I don't know if you have that, but um, <clears throat> uh, apparently I'm told I do, but I'm stupid enough not to know how to fucking access it. But so it, it's next it, uh, I don't bar- I barely re- I just remember the general gist of the movie, uh, but this carries on with. There's some secret spy organization that pairs up uh, a man and a woman together and puts them undercover named Joe and Jane Smith and gives them assignments and they don't really know who they're working for or what the assignments are. Um, and it follows this this couple that uh, that were chosen and are you know, meet each other for the first time, and they have a little package where they, uh, where they have all their IDs and some wedding rings, and then they're given their first assignment or whatever, and they, uh, and the best part of the show is just the dialogue between these two strangers, sort of being forced to live together and meeting each other and trying to. Uh, it's. It, it, I would. I would watch the whole show if they. Every episode they have to put in like some, uh, some gunfight, uh, car chase, yeah, stuff. Well, you know, I've I've seen the advertisement of that when I'm watching but one of my. Cha- Donald HBO Glover probably, is so, so good. That He's must mean a. Donald. Danny Glover. Danny's huh? son. Yes. Donald Glover. Uh. Yeah, Danny's he's son, right? so yeah. so good. Like, 
he started off his career as a rapper and uh, he just crushes it at acting so 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 good so anyway that's a recommend for me I'll put it in the show notes well so um, let's launch into uh, while we're on uh, yes. television land the fifth penultimate. episode penultimate episode uh which had some absolutely unforeseen uh, occurrences. Absolutely unforeseen. The uh, spoiler alert: the uh, the uh, uh, as as one writer wrote it incorrectly, totally incorrectly. The murder of Hank Pryor. It was not, in fact, a murder. Not at all. Yeah, that, that's that's the that's yeah, that's the very ending. Uh, it was a defendable yes, exactly. homicide. But man, to uh, it was a homicide. Literally after seeing him kill another person, so like that's extra defendable. Uh, you know, his gun was loaded. Well, I don't know if. I don't You're know right. if Petey You're saw right. him kill because he, he came in bonus, but he certainly right. saw him dead on the floor and one guy with a pool gun, of yeah. blood. <laughs> so he's, he's pretty clever. He didn't know to see it. But one of the one of the things that I was reading uh, referred to how mean, uh, and, and apparent uh, was supposedly apparent how mean Hank was to his son, and mentioned that he hit him. And then I vaguely recalled that the did strike that yes. Hank did strike Pete when he found out that he right. had stolen the file. But I didn't find the relationship between Hank and Pete to be that estranged or that No, Hank it wasn't was that abusive. Mean. It was just he wasn't a great father, but he was there. He was emotionally distant is what this article For sure. said, which I can see that but but they also use this term meanness and Pete who was being interviewed the actor's name is um, what is the actor's name it isn't it is Finn Finney. Bennett Finn, Finn Bennett yes Finn Bennett Finney um, he's the one who used the term his father had been so mean to him and emotionally distant and I thought you know what if that's what your plan was, it didn't quite come across. They made Hank practically a likable figure, kind of a yeah. I, like, but when he sang when when he sang that song and played that great yeah. fucking guitar, there was nothing but positive uh, reaction to him. Not it wasn't a. I never thought we he was felt, a bad guy. We felt and bad for him exactly last episode sh- when he was picking up the, the rose petals. Well, right, right, for being right. A doofus, and but, so yeah. he was a, a he was a, 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 a well. So and if it's the intent of the writers that it's a surprise that he's so bad that he he's a murderer, but maybe that was the jolt. That because they had worked up your sympathy right. for him, and the characterization, the acting that John Hawk did was so great. John Hawk. Well, he didn't was, want to. Was so great. I, I swear he has a line where he says, "I'm not a killer" or something, because all he did was he he moved he the said, body. He's. Uh, but but then. Yeah. There were two references to the, to two references that he wasn't a killer. One was in the car. With the head of, uh, uh, mine. I believe yeah. she's the head of Sky, Sky Mine, um, who's, you know, who uh, uh, Danvers right. yeah, fucked yeah, yeah, her yeah. husband. You know that, right? Remember yeah. when he, she yelled at her, you know, fuck you and your fucking this and your, your fucking weather event, fuck you. And the woman says, I'm out of here. I'm leaving you two alone. And she says, you know, I'm sorry Bill yeah. was such a bad lay. That's 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 Dan. Well, isn't her Dan husband the, the her, teacher? That we met earlier. Because last teacher. was it last episode where she where to find the cave. 
The professor, yeah. The professor? She's had a different, a different lay. Oh, no, no. Yeah. She was fucking him, too. Yeah. She had fucked him, too. That's when, that's when, uh, 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 what's her name? Um, I want to say Constantine. I don't mean that. Navarro, yeah. Um, Navarro. Um, said to yeah. her, is there anybody in this exactly. town you haven't fucked? Because <laughs> the yeah, woman yeah. greeted her with the slit eyes and just exuding hatred. You know, it's such a small town. Um, but, you know, the and, and so the 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 episode itself gave me no doubts. I loved it. The article afterwards was weird to me because according to Petey, they had in, or Finn Bennett, they were they intended they intended us to know that the father was so mean and yet we I didn't know. I don't think you thought that, did you? No, I mean he he wasn't nice, but he wasn't mean. And when and when Pryor called him and said, "Hey, can I crash at your place?" My wife kicked me out. Uh, he he lied when he was playing the guitar. He said, "I'm yes. working on my truck." Uh, but but then he was like, "Sure, come on, you can crash here." And he he offered to well, go over. Yeah, I thought that's Christmas. what he was. Remember on Christmas Eve, when his when his uh, Russian yeah. bride bride didn't show up, he was like. Right. I, I can come over if you want. There's more of this whiskey left in the bottle, and um, and, and he, was, yeah. he was like, well, "Let me check them out with my wife." And probably that didn't happen. Uh, so the other thing that Petey talked about was how like father, like son, and he was also so emotionally distant right. from his wife, and that uh, Petey went, Pete, Petey, <laughs> like I know the dude. Finn Bennett went to the writer, uh, whose name is uh, Issa Lopez, Lopez, I believe. Yes. Issa Lopez. Yeah, it is. It's Maybe Issa not Lopez. Lopez. Um, and said, you know, I think after this event, this guy, you know, Petey's life is ruined. He's going to sure. become his father. And you know what she said to him? She said, I don't think that's true at all. I think you're being melodramatic. I thought that was just a very ironic right. kind of thing. We're for making a, a drama. A writer, director, yeah. <laughs> to say you're being melodramatic. Stay away from that. But the, the other thing that was striking was this whole ask the right question, ask the right question, ask the right question. And then in this moment of pure Danvers, uh, you know, personality of of I don't know what what to call it. Um, she makes the rules. She's she's the one that's in charge. She's she's omnipotent. She said when he asked the right question, did you kill him? She says yes. at the end of the scene, which is all about asking the right question. She says, you know what? You need to learn when to stop asking questions. Yep, and she slams great. out of the room. In other words, exactly. that's the right question, and I ain't going to answer it. And you were right. Navarro killed We don't him. know that yet. I think that's well, pretty clear. Okay, so there's only one more episode, right? And No, we know it's clear. Let me tell you why it's clear before you go into this. It's clear because... It's the only way to explain how Danvers telling Navarro that it's over makes sense. If Danvers was the killer, that scene wouldn't make any sense. It had to be Navarro. She says it's over. It subtext, side stage, for your own good, which is the only thing I'm looking out for. You've got to drop it. He knows. He knows what? He knows you killed. That's why she sits down and she says, I don't care. If it was about Danvers, that line wouldn't make much sense. So there you go. There's your proof. You can't rebut this. Okay. No, you just not. Okay. Oh, maybe I can't. You can't. Try. Try that to rebut it. Seems very plausible. But uh, you right. had plausible theories before. 
You, on the other hand, have never had... Well, you've had one. So, we we have... Let's... What do we all have to wrap up? Clark is out there somewhere. Uh, probably in that cave. Hey, do you see that trick? Um, and... Uh, and... How did, How did Annie, Annie die? die? And where's Clark? What happened to the corpsicle? Right, exactly. What what caused the corpsicle? What about these? What about these? Which you would call hallucinations? Are they spiritual right. events? We're not going to get an answer to that. No. Yes, we are. I think we're going to be able to deduce it. Well, yeah, I will yes. be able to, as evidenced by my last deduction, which you. Probably barely follow, but that's why you agree it with it, because you don't understand it well enough to argue against me. But the thing is, is that we will, we will know. I think your theory that it's about right. the water is actually something that we might find out is true if they basically want to abandon. The spiritual, uh, spiritual aspects of this, which right. they might. So the 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 writer director uh, Isa Lopez is uh, is Mexican, and several of the her people on her team are also Mexican, and she talks about how in Mexico the 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 culture is much more comfortable with death and the dead and stuff like that Morate. and they Morate. have uh, <clears throat> obviously they have, they have the day of the dead that they celebrate but um, they I think they do a lot more just like talking to the dead than uh, than your typical American does which and so she said she's sort mm. of and and apparently the the natives in Alaska do too. They're very. Uh, so did you see the the Inuit uh, goddess yes. I sent you? Did you notice anything about it in the uh, kind of uh, swirly kind of thing going on Spirally. with her? Kind of the swirly, spitting kind of thing. Because I saw in there. And I've seen in other depictions of her much more of the curlicue. I wondered if there was an a, attachment to the uh, circular spiral, which now we know at least one aspect of it. And I was surprised that it was not a spiritual aspect, that it was, in fact, uh, a warning sign of ice caves. Huh. And at the symbol makes sense that if you step here you could go down because if you look at that spiral which is flat and you turned it into 3d you could make it look sure, like yeah, a slinky a, a, a whirlpool spiral right yeah. with the thin part up on top so that's where you break into the ice and spiral down into the ice cave that's that's my that's what i okay. walked away with the but you know, I was, I was under the influence the, uh, too. So the the director Isa Lopez uh, talked about the spiral just abstractly and said that it sort of gives you a spiral is sort of a thing you feel like you can fall down, but that when you fall down you end up at the at the center and it like centers you in like spiritually or something. Uh, so that was kind of what whatever man. Uh, well, it is not to say that the foundation for the warning rock of ice caves was not oh, spiritually sure. based, you know, that that was somehow connected with Inuit. And you know what happened? I don't know if you read up on this no, I goddess that is in play here, is that uh, the story goes that she was the, uh, the daughter of the king or some high near deity type thing and they were in a boat and he was going to kill his daughter and instead of killing her he ended up cutting off her fingers and the fingers went into the seas and became the fishes and the porpoises and the whales and then she went overboard and now she lives as the 
uh, queen of all of the uh, undersea. The fingerless uh, mermaid queen. Shit. The and you know, it's sort of you know, if you want to think about the most chilling depiction I've ever seen of a mermaid type thing is in the movie with uh, Robert Pattinson uh, and um, uh, I'm blanking on his name where they it's uh. called the Lighthouse. Black and white film came out a couple of years ago that yes. I've talked about it. I don't before. think I, I have. know that you've ever no. seen it. Did you see it? Well, it's 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 worth putting on your bucket oh, list. Oh God, I just or, I just look for. Um, I don't want you to die. For uh, images uh, of lighthouse mermaid, and there's some creepy stuff in here, black and white. Yeah. Well, in this in this tell in this uh, movie, Robert Pattinson movie. Um, which is all a lot of uh, with alcohol William induced Defoe, hallucinatory like. shit that's going on. Yes, Willem Dafoe. Yes, uh, who was who was as good as I've ever seen him in anything. In in fact, this movie to me is flawless. All right, it had and I don't and I don't say that very yeah, much yeah. about movies. Moonstruck, I say that about that, blah, 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 which I harangued you for three years, two years I think. Yeah. Two years, anyway, before you finally watch it. Don't make you me do that with dead. this one. And it's unsettling. It's unsettling. And it's not, no, it's not good. for your I kids. Like, I like this, just from these screenshots, it looks like uh, the kind of unsettling movie that I like. Yeah. And it's all in black and white. Yes. But anyway, here's my point, is that in there, there's a scene... Where he comes across with a, yep. a mermaid, and the way she looks, and the noise she makes, the screech she makes, which is this cross between some deranged human and a fucking right. seagull. It is just beyond frightening, <laughs> and he certainly is frightened. Looks like there's a um, looks like there's a sex so scene with the mermaid. Uh, well, there's a there's a touching. It's not. Well, I mean, it all like depends the, what you. He has his pants down. Sex. He rubs your breasts. That's no. He rubs his, her breasts. That's what he does. It's pre. Uh, be called, yeah, because you know, you know that's always the question with mermaids is where do you put it? Yeah. Yeah. What? What's 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 down below? I mean, you know, what is there? Is there a flap? Is there a place where the scales or, lift up? Just, I guess lay the yes. eggs and then you have to what was that word for fish sperm that we, that you had uh, milt yes and milt. Then milt anyway we got we got sidetracked um, so what are our predictions for the final episode uh, I think for sure given the way true detective as a series treats crime and punishment I think uh I think Carter ends up with a bullet in his head because we don't Clark. Yeah, Carter. You mean Clark? Uh, because we don't. Uh, this show is not about like uh, criminal prosecution. <laughs> when when they find when they find the Apparently bad guy, uh, he doesn't. Her getting heroin <clears throat> for him shows a degree of professional right. depravity. No, but like the the first that, the, the uh, first is, season. Is, you know, ended with them killing the, the bad guy, uh, and then and then the the rest of uh, yeah. much of the season was trying to cover that up. Uh, so, which is we're right. sort of hearing echoes of that here, with the other, with the uh, the the murder that you claim. Well, I believe that um, the the uh, 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 Annie discovered what Petey discovered is that the company that is supposed to be checking the quality of the water is actually owned and paid for by the right. mining company that she knew that and that Clark who did have a relationship with her ended up murdering her uh -huh. over that and he in fact is in the ice right. caves he will be there right. when they get there, and I do believe that they will yep. kill him. And I believe that when they kill him, all of the dead people 
that have been seen and hallucinated are going to be involved. Are they going to be like, uh, like released? Like now we don't, we don't, we don't have Navarro to. Navarro will anymore. see them. Navarro will see them leave. We'll, the we'll see them. We'll see them leave. All there, they're standing all there, saying, "You know, they're thank you." And they walk off into the and fade away. No, 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 nothing that <laughs> cheesy. It's going to be somehow they're involved in the scene where they're freed. Okay. They're freed, and what they all have in common, they all have in common, is that they are uh, ghosts. Of injustice. They are ghosts of injustice. And Wheeler, the murderer who was murdered, truly murdered, he was crazy because he drank the water. It all goes to the water. That's why I think that um, the other thing, which is how was Skyland involved, we already know that. That 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 mystery was solved when the woman who's I don't even know the name of her character who runs uh, yeah. Sky Mine uh, is found to Kate be McKittrick. Of course, the person who paid Hank to get rid of the body. Why is she involved? Because that's why they killed. Yeah, Annie. she's the she's the evil mastermind behind. They killed everything. Annie, but she's not going to get a bullet. So yes. Although maybe she shows up there at the mine and and I don't think she's got it in her to do that. I think that that may be a wandering thread. So, uh, Danvers' daughter, you, the the only perfect relationship that you said was her her daughter and her daughter's girlfriend uh, suffered in this episode, where she just didn't come to defend her. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's going anywhere. Uh, remind Leia, me of that. Leia, Leia, oh, Leia when was when she was, got arrested was, for the fight. Uh, went to the protest and she got hit by a police officer and and she saw her girlfriend in the in the crowd and was like and reached out for help and the girlfriend was like I'm not getting into that. And she walked away and then later in, when she was in jail she said yeah, fuck her or whatever like she was displeased. I don't know. I don't think that her. I don't think her characters going anywhere further I think I don't know yeah her daughter I don't know that there's going to be a redemption uh, story there or no there will be a reconciliation as a result of putting this thing with Annie to rest it will be resolved and they're not going to do they're not going to do what the first episode no no the first season I, oh, God did. I hope not and yeah. fuck up the ending <clears throat> and then we got and then we got that was I, I don't know that that, that that wasn't the most disappointing bit of television cinema because that I've ever Because it was such a high, and then it, it, it failed at the end. I saw this chart the other day that was um, the based, on, based on ratings. Uh, it was like a ranking of the worst final episodes of series. How... How oh, disappoint- yeah. No, I, I, I don't. I don't recall. But I'll have to Google and find that chart, and I'll send it to you, and I'll put it in the show notes. But uh, things where <laughs> they just, you know, they they do the the trick where oh, turns out it was all a dream or whatever, which is always uh, like, right, right, well, right, 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 uh, right. Yeah, come but, on, it's right. Uh, and then the other character we have to wrap up is uh, Kwabik Kavik. Um, Navarro's. Uh, that's another reconciliation. We're not going to see that uh, yeah. uh, completely finalized, but I predict yeah, a touching scene. Because he's the best, most likable character, I think. Uh, I don't know. Petey's, Petey's pretty likable. Petey's pretty likable, yeah. So what it, I was blown away by the quality of the song. That yes. uh, Hank uh, sang in uh, John Hawkins, obviously, has a talent that I was not aware of. Yeah, he uh, he was in he was a mus- musician uh, for a while. 
So that was good. That was. Did way you good. remember when I asked you if you recognized uh, the the opening theme? Oh yes, I I did, and in fact I told you I may have already told you this, but one of the benefits of of watching the script as it is being filmed so I can understand the words because I can't hear Sometimes. well enough to, to catch all the words is that it tells you the name of the song uh, the artist and gives you all the words to the song so I well <laughs> I don't think it's cheating because it's nothing I did deliberate it just <clears throat> is a fact um, I love the opening I listen it's the only series although yeah. I did this with Succession I watch the opening of Succession a lot, even episode after episode, where if you're binging, you speed through that. But I've never sped through this. I yeah, love that it. was uh, on, it might have been the the actual title of the album, too, uh, of Billie Eilish's debut album that... Uh, What's the name of the song? Where, where do you know? It's I like, where do you me? go when you fall asleep? That ain't the name uh, of the song. Billy Eilish, where do you know? It's when we when when we fall asleep. Where do you where go? Do we go? Is the, oh, yeah. when we fall asleep, where do we go? Huh? It it is. That's a long time. Uh, and it was on it was on her I first album. It. it wasn't the. Uh, Titular song. No. It well, I don't see the actual name of the album. I think it might have, yeah. That 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 is that, that is the name of the album. Um, and but it's so dark. I mean, her music is very dark. But uh, that when that album came out in two thousand nineteen, I see. Um, that that's the one that won her like four Grammys or whatever. Uh, she came up. She came out with a Grammy. Um, Did she this year? This year too, I think. No, she was nominated. Okay. She didn't win it. She didn't win it. Um, Miley Cyrus won it instead of her. Um, Miley Cyrus's performance was outrageous. Just outrageous. Yeah. What yeah, a performer! Is. My God. My God. Well, you know, I. Um, it I. <laughs> I'm not happy that it's only six episodes. All the other right. ones were eight. And she may have learned something from that. Um, but the trouble with the first season wasn't that it was eight. It was that it wasn't yeah. ten. Well, they forced... If, if they if they had two more episodes, they would have ended it right. I, I guess. I don't know. It... it they didn't know where to go. The storyteller yeah, didn't right, know exactly. where to go. Yeah, right, exactly. It felt like they were sort of meandering and... Oh, well, what do we do? Well, I know. How about, you know, I don't know, man. I'm out of steam. Well, well, already, that's already what already it felt like. Climax. It felt like they... they, they it, I think it could have been six and wrapped it up better or something. I don't know. But it... No, 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 no. I don't believe that to be the case. There isn't one of those episodes that I would want to get rid of, but I sure would have enjoyed to see more of it, just the same as this one. Yeah, well, um, we'll, we'll see. It's um... So apparently the last song of the episode was also of uh, importance, or at least equally important as is what I would believe that the Billie Eilish song in the opening of it is absolutely perfectly uh, placed for this series. You know, I just I just love it. The the dark suicidal, you know, because it, it's, this is a dark motherfucking true detective. This is fucking dark. Nobody's happy. Everybody's miserable. People are getting killed. There's blood everywhere. Uh, it's just yeah, it is. It is quite uh, quite dark. Let me see if I can. Nothing breaks like my heart. Ah, uh, there was the end credits is uh, 
Saved Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry, but that's not what you're talking about. Um, yeah. So... Die for you. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to the to the final. We'll see. I I'm worried. The ultimate. I'm worried ultimate. we're gonna be disappointed, but I'm optimistic that they can stick the landing. I don't know. I hope you're not disappointed. You're you know, if you're not, you're a little sensitive, you know, you you see, you tend to be a little easier to disappoint with these things. Well, I we'll just see. get my hopes we'll up. See, so far you're ener- you're ener- yeah. you're energetic. Um, so I got a blow, got but a blow. Um, I uh, I'm I'm doing a a gig on um, Wednesday the twenty eighth at my favorite uh, pub where they serve uh, draft smithics. Yes, as a reminder uh, that you wanted me to mention that. And a piano player, and I sent him the song. I'm going to sing the verse verse of it as we part. But there seemed to me something about Schmidt's draft that you. Yeah. So I uh, I was out with some friends the other day, and I ordered a draft beer, and they all ordered bottles of beer from the bar, and it got me thinking. Which, like, which is better? But why? Draft. Why? Because fresher it's fresh. than what was in the bottle and been, has been sealed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fresher and more original. You can get the flavors you want out of a draft beer when you stick it in a fucking bottle. You're going to okay. lose some of that. And the best example of that is Bell's Amber. Which on tap is excellent. In a bottle, smells and tastes like Well, maybe skunk. they don't rent, clean their bottles very well. No, 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 no. It's the process, man. It's sort of like, which is better? Fresh cheese or processed cheese? Uh, huh? Okay, but... Seasoned aged meat. It's not processed. Well, no, you know, it's, but it's backwards. They're just putting it in a bottle as opposed to putting it in a keg. Or in a can, in a bottle or a can. Frankly, I think draft beer that's canned at the brewery is tastes much better than that same beer bottle that you could buy. Uh, and it may be that I've never been to a brewery where they bottle uh-huh. their own beer on site. But when I go to breweries in several places, I say, you know, I want some of that to go, that that draft beer to go, that amber beer to go. And they say, do you want a a grueler? And they have a glass container that you can put it in, three different sizes, right, with a cork top on it, a screw top, a cork top, uh, like a... uh, uh, there's a certain beer, Gruller beer, actually, is yeah, on the, the top yeah, that you yep. fling down yep. the metal clamp to tighten it down. Or a can, you'd order the can every time. Huh. Once you order the can every time because it's 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 fresher. It's fresher. And, of course, depending on the size of the bottle, and this is true with can or a bottle, if you don't drink all of it, the can, you fuck because right. it's, it's open. The bottle, if you don't drink all of it, the next time you drink it, it won't sure, taste so sure. good. It's going to taste like old bottled beer. Okay, so, thank other you. Questions? That, uh, that seems like a plausible explanation. Uh, I'm, I'm done with that. So, I'll mow your lawn, clean the leaves out your drain, I'll mend your roof. To keep out the rain I'll take the work That God provides I'm a jack of all trades Honey will be all right I'll hammer the nails And I'll set the stone I'll harvest your crops When they're ripe and grown I'd pull that engine apart and patch her up till she's running right. I'm a jack of all trade. 
will be all right. I'm a jack of all trades. Honey will be all right. There's more. It's lovely. It's on his, uh, I believe it's a Thunderball album, which is dynamite. Dynamite. This tune ends up, starts out with piano, ends up with full orchestra. It's just crazy. So, peace out. Do your homework, bitch. Okay, that's it for episode number 207. You can find these show notes at happyhour.fm slash 207, where there are some links to some of the TV shows and articles and stuff we talked about. You can help support the show at patreon.com slash happy hour, where if you give it the gin martinis level, you can see a video version of this where, you know, Dennis is silly often. See you next week.